You are listening to the I've Fallen and I Can't Get Up podcast, episode 16, mini-sode, anniversary edition. Kristen, we did it. <sighs> Sigh of relief, we can be done now, right? Yeah, this is actually our farewell episode. <laughs> Good night. I didn't tell Kari this, but <laughs> surprise. Um, no, again, for those of you that know Kristen and I, um, though we have made long-term commitments. I mean, Kristen especially, she um, is married and has a child. That's a very long-term commitment. Um, when it comes to projects or tasks. Um, especially that involve the two of us, um, we tend to not do it. <laughs> we, could, we have good ideas. We've always fun, had good ideas. Fun, good ideas. <laughs> yeah, um, it's probably because, as you probably know by now, we met in college. Have I told the story of how we be how I like my first interactions with you? I don't think so. I don't remember editing that out in the beginning. <laughs> We're going to get there. Um, so fun fact, and this just gives you a little look into Kari's world of academia. Um, Kristen and I were in the same uh, prereq class, fall semester, freshman year at North Park, a math class called Concepts and Structures. And I guess we just sat, I sat behind Kristen. That was just like, our, they weren't assigned seats, but that was sort of just where we sat, and so we were having a quiz or a test. Um, I had no clue. Kristen seems smart, so I remember <laughs> looking is at the keyword. <laughs> her, her test and quiz for the answer, um, and you know, being like, "Okay, cool, all right, that looks good to me." Wrote it down, um, and then I remember getting it wrong. <laughs> and I was like, "I cheated right. off her." Oh, oh, yeah, that's that's just the short version. Kristen also lived in the dorm room directly below me. Um, a lot of shenanigans ensued with that. And then we actually you know, hung out socially and became friends. But one of my first memories is she was the girl I cheated off of in Concepts and Structures and still got the answer still wrong. Still got the answer wrong. You should really know the people you're cheating off of before you decide. Life lesson. That's a mistake I didn't make twice. <laughs> Oh, and also, man. you shouldn't cheat at all in college. That's just wrong. Yes, of course. I took my class, my coursework incredibly seriously. Same. I mean, we went to class sometimes. <laughs> Occasionally, we went to class. It was not good for Kristen and I to be in the same classes. No, I think Rebecca was <laughs> kind of <laughs> sad when <laughs> it was the two of us and her and... We I mean, that was that professor's fault. Okay, the first day, you know, the first day of a college course, you're going over the syllabus, um, right? And so this professor starts off with saying, attendance is not mandatory. And then you saw a blur of Kari running out the door. <laughs> <laughs> and so we'd go for the quizzes and right. tests because we needed it as an elective. But we only knew when they were because Rebecca was in class. <laughs> she went to every class. She never missed. And um, we tried to cheat off her and she got so mad. <laughs> I don't know why. Yeah, 
no idea. We had no clue about the Gregorian chants oh. in music appreciation. Music appreciation. I appreciate music. I do too. I did not appreciate. I mean, well, I didn't appreciate that class once. Once she said <laughs> attendance wasn't mandatory, I appreciated her very much. I was like, "Thank you." Whew. Yeah, and then those that class, you purchased a textbook that came with a CD, and then those songs ended up on my iTunes forever. <laughs> <laughs> the chants did and I everything. Or did we like split that? Yeah, we probably split it. We probably split it and Rebecca bought her own. (laughs) Probably. Bless her. Bless her little heart. (laughs) (laughs) Where, um, what was the argument? You know, my parents would be like, you know, you pay, we're paying, you're paying so much for college. And my counter was always like, it just makes every class I attend worth that much more. (laughs) That's a good. Right. Come back. Parents are lucky. Ooh. All right. Well, um, should we, Kristen, I did post a couple things on Instagram. We've heard recently that some people don't know whether it's Kristen or Kari. I hope they know now. We've started signing. Well, we didn't even do that, though, this time. No, I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> With the letter K, just to make it, you know. Yeah. Then they know. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's K. And I'm K. Easy. So, yeah, what did the first question was it for some like sharing some of their favorite? You take this away because I don't. So, I it was me. I asked what our listeners' favorite stories or moments from the pod were, and we got some good responses. And I will say two of them were were Christine's submission of the um, Kristen Anna Van Putten Museum. Memorial Museum, sorry. Isn't that one we sort of disagreed on? Because you were like, you're not an asshole. And I'm like, I'm pretty sure I was. Well, I can't say you're an asshole. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely can. I am. (laughs) We decided that the passport security was sufficient. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, we also had... um, Britta saying she enjoyed when Siete became a sponsor. And I'll say I did too, because we've made lots of money from Siete. Oh my gosh. I mean, just everything we own and will own in the future, we pretty much have Siete to thank for. So, right. I bought my Brooklyn and sheets with money I got from Siete. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Thank you. Shout out to Siete. I mean, what would I do without my almond flour tortillas? My favorite part, which listeners probably don't know, is that every time I log in to the I Fall and I Can't Get Up podcast <laughs> Instagram, the top post is always yes. a Siete. <laughs> we follow Siete on Instagram. It's always a Siete post. And I feel like anytime I get an alert like for the podcast Insta, it's always mm-hmm. Siete is like live or yep. Siete updated their story. Who knew Siete was so... Active on the grams. Who knew? Um, My sister actually wrote in and said, all the times Kristen said mean things about me. And then she said, maybe it was just once. (laughs) I don't remember how many times. But I do know I've mentioned her name a couple times. Um, And then we had a vote for the rare disagreements. Do you remember the time we disagreed on a story, Kari? 
Um, that was the Halloween costume, wear it at the party debacle. Yeah, and we decided we would leave it to our listeners to decide. And then I never posted it on Instagram. <laughs> and if Kristen didn't post it on Instagram, I am certainly not going to remember. So. <laughs> so that is something that I should post after this episode drops. Oh, finding yeah. out if Revisit. our listeners agree with me that the husband is the asshole and the original poster is not the asshole. Um, if you don't remember, the original poster was trying to get her husband to wear a costume to Halloween party and he didn't want to. And she said anything, a hat, a fake mustache, anything, I don't care. And he really didn't want to. And I thought he was being a dick. (laughs) (laughs) For after hours podcast. (laughs) And Kari, how did you feel about that? I just... I just didn't think it was, I mean, I thought it was like a buzzkill, but not that big a deal. And you thought that she was an asshole for forcing forcing him to. Yeah. Like if he's going to go to the party and me, I think there was something right. Where it's like, if he's going to go to the party and like, he didn't want to go to the party then you're just like, like demands on demands. So, well, I don't even remember if she was demanding he went to the party. We're going to need to, we need to revisit this one too, but I do know Kristen and I disagree. (laughs) It says he doesn't mind attending my sister's party with me, especially since he understands it would be impolite to her if he didn't, but it's definitely not something he's looking forward to. That, okay. So it wasn't that he didn't want to go at all and was go, but yeah, it's, he was, was it something like he didn't love parties? He didn't love parties, but he was fine going to this one. Sounds like a great crowd. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I mean, it's a family but, Halloween party. So. But he wasn't. I don't know. I just remember. I'll have to. I've never listened to one of our episodes. So maybe I'll have to go oh, back. You'll have to go listen to our most downloaded episode. Or no, wait. That isn't the same one. The most downloaded one has the museum story. Ah. Um, But the Halloween episode is our third most downloaded one. The spooky episode. Spooky. Yes, thank you. You're welcome. Yes, you can well, go listen to some, that. Uh, those are some fun memories. Do you, I, I don't know. What's do you have a favorite memory? Oh, I, I enjoyed reading the museum without you knowing what was coming, because <laughs> I knew <laughs> what was coming. That that is enjoyable. Yeah, probably some of just the cold reads where we don't oh, know. Yeah, where where neither of us know. I mean, yeah. even just last episode, I was literally sweating bullets <laughs> during a cold <laughs> read. So, <laughs> anytime you start saying someone's racist, and <laughs> it's like, oh, Ooh. what did they do? <laughs> oh my goodness! Um, so then, your next post was uh, if the listeners had questions for us. Yes, and we got some good questions in here. So, Takari, I'm going to ask you. I think Mary intended this to be yours. What's the dew point, Kari? <laughs> I think <laughs> she wanted enough. you to answer that one. <laughs> Kristen no. loves the weather, and we used to ask her the dew point. And I was usually pretty Were close. Usually, I, well, I don't know. It's just, it. well, it's not snowing anymore. What is that? What does that do to the dew point? I literally have no idea. I mean, again, academia, not my strong suit. <laughs> 
Well, I'm not going to guess the dew point right now because I haven't been outside. I have no idea what the temperature is. I don't know mm. anything. But, I mean, the humidity with the snow, you know, mm. it makes the dew point. Yeah. Anyway, I'm not going <laughs> to... I'm not going to fall into Mary's trap of talking about the deep point. (laughs) Okay. Um, Next question. Yes. (laughs) What's the funniest conversation you've had that was edited out of an episode? Hmm. Okay. So, well, first off, Kristen edits our episodes, which I, for one, am extremely thankful for. Um, And I will say my editing, the time spent editing has gone way down. For a few reasons. I mean, one was that, like, we figured out, oh, we should probably stop <laughs> and redo that instead of me trying to edit it later. Um, and also, I used to listen through the whole episode, and I don't do that anymore. So, um, But there was, Kristen, I believe your mother, who was a semi, semi-recent episode... Um, which also I just want to point out Kristen's mom shout out to you um, first off but I don't know if this is either our biggest compliment or biggest insult is that I've heard she listens to us as she falls asleep now I don't know if one you know our voices are just so soothing and great to listen to that that's just a or if our podcast is so boring that it (laughs) puts her to sleep either way always appreciate the listen and appreciate you um, Mrs. Van Putten, <laughs> but, uh, you actually, you tell me, cause you were telling me a comment she had made you. Yeah. I think it might've been the Thanksgiving episode. Cause I think, mm-hmm. I know it was in Omaha when she said it. Um, but she said, it seemed like Kari was kind of being hard on you this last episode. Like, and I had to tell her, Oh, I edited some stuff out that <laughs> would have been key context there. Yes. Yeah. It was Kristen made, um, it wasn't an off color comments too strong, but maybe in the off color zone. And I was railing her for it. I will say, I'll tell everyone what I said and edit it out. Um, we were talking about all the different holiday episodes we were having and what, our next one like wouldn't be a holiday episode. And I said, well, we could do an MLK day episode. And I don't know what kind of stories we'd be talking about. (laughs) Yeah. And if if last week's or not last week's last episode is any indication of anything involving racism, I would be like in a puddle. So (laughs) glad we we didn't, but that's what I was giving Kristen a hard time about, but with zero context, I just love that you're, and I also love your mom came to your defense. (laughs) I very much appreciate, I appreciate that. it. Yeah, Definitely. that's that's great. My mom doesn't even listen whether she's falling asleep or not. So, mm. yeah. Well, I'm sure my mom just can't sleep when she's listening to us. She tries. Yes. Just she's just like, sleep. I want to go to sleep, but this is so exciting. So I can't. Exciting. Um, but yeah, I we haven't had a lot. If it's a funny conversation, I'm not going to edit it out. <laughs> No, absolutely. I mean, sometimes, of course, we're talking before or after things that are out of the episode that are funny, but it's, I don't, that's the only thing that I could remember of something that was edited out. Not not even so much that the conversation was funny because you heard most of it. You were just missing, (laughs) you were just missing Kristen's comment. Me being an idiot. (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah. Well, and in the beginning, I feel like we had a lot more like chat before the stories. And I remember some early episodes, I edited some of that out. Like, I think we talked, I think we edited out the conversation about pandemic purchases. Oh. Because mm. it just got long. <laughs> <laughs> there were a lot. Um, yeah. And we were talking about like a recliner chair like they have at a nail salon where you have a a massage chair yeah we tend to go down rabbit holes when we start talking about things so again thank you Kristen, for editing (laughs) (laughs) um another question which of you is the bigger asshole (laughs) i would immediately say me (laughs) and i would say me see there we go (laughs) There we go. <laughs> no, but I saw that question and had to try to think of a story where I was an asshole. And I know it happens all the time, but Mike was telling, I asked Mike and he was telling me a couple things and I was like, no, I stand by those. <laughs> I don't think that was that bad. Um, but then I decided to ask Sarah um, what the biggest like asshole move I ever did to her and she reminded me that there was a time in high school after an argument she was trying to be the bigger person and she apologized and told me she was sorry for I don't remember what and my response was you should be sorry (laughs) oh sisters never had one (laughs) yeah so she sent that and I just went oh god (laughs) sorry Sarah I'm certain if I asked Eric what's it, it, what's time or what's a time I was a major asshole to you, it wouldn't be wouldn't be pretty either. I was in a yeah. phase where I would be um, overserved by you know the bartenders of Chicago, and for some reason, whenever I saw Eric, I'd flip him the double bird. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> not very nice. It's not friendly. You are an asshole, Kari. You deserve it. <laughs> I mean, drunk Kari thought he did, but. <laughs> drunk Kari. <laughs> uh, let's not go down that rabbit hole. <laughs> I mean, there is a story or a question. What is your all-time favorite memory of each other? Would that involve a drunk Kari? It, it could. <laughs> mm. I just I just take no accountability for what she says or does because <laughs> she is she's crazy. I was just very glad that you had a pretty much indestructible phone freshman, sophomore year. I was all anger, rage. Yeah. I don't see that anymore. So I don't know if you're just bottling it all up and taking it out on your pillow or something at home. But I don't know. (laughs) And she, you know, she has grown up some. Um, but she's still unpredictable. So, and yes, I will not, ne- I won't talk about myself in the third person, but that girl, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but all time mm. favorite memory. It's would be so, I mean, Kristen and I met in 2006. Yeah. That's like 16 years ago now, almost fall of 2006. Yeah. Um, so, like, an all-time, it's really hard to single out, like, oh, this was my best memory ever. Yeah. With- 
which is saying that we've had a great friendship, a very Absolutely. long, great friendship, because if I had known someone a year, I could probably come up with something. Right. Um, <laughs> have I ever told you the story of when I said the, the aftermath, I should say, of me saying goodbye to you after graduation when you were going back to uh, Omaha? No, I remember the aftermath on my side of just like leaving yeah. Chicago. Maybe. So, um, I'll make it quick, but, um, so I had said goodbye to Kristen and I remember we were driving, I was driving to go to breakfast with, uh, my grandparents and my family. Um, my, three of my grandparents had flown in from Connecticut. My parents lived in Connecticut at the time they were in town. Eric was here. And, um, I just remember crying in the car on the way to breakfast and it's this like infamous, scene with my family. So we're all sitting at Ann Sather's, which is a Swedish mm, restaurant. Good choice. Yeah, we were at Ann Sather's. And so my dad had ordered a side of pancakes and um, it didn't come immediately with his meal. And um, then the waitress came a little later and dad was kind of like, oh, I don't need them. I don't, I'm like, oh, just put them down. And they said, <laughs> he said to me, that's five bucks we'll never see again. And I started bawling, like inconsolable <laughs> Just sat, like, I remember we finished breakfast. Like, I had to say goodbye to my grandparents. I'm still just like, mm-hmm. I had to have Eric drive me, I think, to my parents' hotel where I immediately took like a long nap. And they were all like, <laughs> my parents yeah. were all just, like, were, like patting my back. But yeah, you, it's just an infamous story. That's five bucks we'll never see again. And then <laughs> me being complete, but it was on the heels of saying goodbye to you, which is what had set me off to being pretty much a basket case. <laughs> Yeah, that that whole weekend was very hard. Uh-huh. Um, Sarah can probably attest to how hard I was crying in the car driving yeah. from Chicago back to Omaha. At least it wasn't just me. So, I mean, um, is that like when now Britt is probably like, that's your all-time favorite memory? I'm like, <laughs> no, I'm like not necessarily a favorite, but I think it is a testament to just like our friendship and that I it was like, I mean, and granted, you know, it was – graduation people are leaving you know there's a lot of change it's an emotional weekend but that was for sure for me saying goodbye to you was the straw that broke the camel's back and five dollars pancakes that to see ever again so oh doug well i mean that kind of leads into the question that sarah asked which is who is the better friend and i'm like first of all what a what how do you ask that (laughs) answer that question i was just gonna say does she have an answer (laughs) Right. It has to be someone else that answers it. But um, when I was thinking of all the ways that you had been a great friend to me, I almost started crying because of a couple things in the past year that just were very helpful. I was just very glad to be near you and other people in Chicago. And Uh um, Kari is the person that you want when something bad happens and you can't function and then she just comes in and is like I got it <laughs> let me <laughs> let me do this for you don't worry about it um so I would yeah, say yeah and I guess sort friend. of on the same wavelength like when I heard you were moving back to Chicago kind of same thing like you I was bald, just right You're like no <laughs> no <laughs> Um, no, I didn't fall, but I just remember being so excited and just, yeah, having you within close proximity. Like, I remember even during COVID, you, like, 
would just even, it was like at the point where, you know, couldn't really be together. We just like, the fact that you could like drive by and bring me stuff was mm. just like such a comfort. So I think you were getting a little mushy for this podcast, but I mean, Neither was I, I mean, the better drunk Kari is mushy, but <laughs> sober Kari isn't usually as mushy. <laughs> yeah, this is, listeners, you're getting sort of a rare, um, but Kristen, I think you're the better friend. Well, Kari, I think you're the better friend. So that'll be another poll. Yeah, they- <laughs> <laughs> that hopefully no one circle. will vote. <laughs> there you go, Sarah. Oh, be so sad. But how do you vote on that? <laughs> and then we'd see the results too. <laughs> and, yeah, Sarah, we love you, but this is such a, if you knew Kristen's sister, Sarah, this is like the most Sarah question ever. So oh, let's just decide Sarah is the better friend. Sarah's a, yeah, Sarah saved my tail before too and i'm sure she saved yours (laughs) yeah i don't remember those times as well as i remember the other ones but yes that's what happens with siblings i think (laughs) yes i'm gonna go stay with her and her triplets um in a week so insanity i'll save her i'm sorry but we just have to say it sarah but spontaneous triplets that's all i have to say about that terrifying <laughs> right <laughs> that story, you I mean, i'm jeanette i'm related yeah. to her <laughs> yeah as i mean as shocking as it was it was also truly like terrified me to my core <laughs> now we have a friend who was getting pregnant around the same time sarah found out it was triplets and she was very scared rightfully <laughs> <laughs> so, so. <clears throat> Well, right, well, I mean, the favorite yeah. memory, instead of the favorite memory, you could tell the memory of that picture you posted. <laughs> I barely remember it. I did post <laughs> a picture of Kristen and I. I think that's sober, Kari. Yeah, I think so. Mm-hmm. We, um, that was that our first all-nighter? I was trying to remember where we lived at that point. Were we in Anderson? I, I mean, we Freshman. look super young, but yeah. we do in all of our college pictures. But I just feel like we look like... Yeah. I feel like that's freshman year. Whereas we need Emily could probably confirm because she was also with us. Yeah, I would say definitely freshman or sophomore year. Yeah, at the latest sophomore, but I really think it was, I don't know. Yeah, freshman or sophomore year. Oh, Emily actually commented on it. Our first official all-nighter, so it must have been freshman must year. Must have been freshman year. I know I fell asleep during some. I think perhaps because I was not sober, but that one I for sure was. And I'm on Instagram, and my first picture here is Siete. There's a burrito. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, yeah, that picture was from an all-nighter. We went to the green space to watch the sunrise and saw lots of bunnies everywhere. Oh, is that what I was doing? (laughs) I was, like, slap-happy. Bunnies, bunnies. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) <laughs> that was that time. That was, that was then, yeah. That and then I got to talk in the first person because that was me. <laughs> that was so <laughs> can't talk in the third person for that for that story. <laughs> oh. oh, I think I missed the fake Christmas. That oh, Christine. okay. So we'll, we'll circle back. We've got um, just preview. We do have one listener submission since this is a mini sode and it's us talking, but. Yes, uh, someone said one. Was it? A, it was. A, was it under the questions? It was it? under the questions. I assume she was trying to tell a favorite moment from the pod. 
but it was under the questions. Yes. So our Christmas episode, um, a lot of you picked up on it. Um, some of you didn't. More, yeah. Some of you didn't so much, but Kristen and I had decided when we were thinking of Christmas to each, well, Mike wrote yours. Correct? Yeah. So Mike wrote Kristen's and then I wrote one story based on one of our favorite Christmas movies, which Mike was a lot. I definitely was like more vague. Um, yeah, Mike went my, for it and just included every detail. <laughs> he did, which I also appreciate because I think that's how some people they were like when I heard the strata yeah. <laughs> from Family Stone was this movie yes. Mike had written about. And then I did Christmas Vacation. So yes, you picked up on that. You're absolutely correct. <laughs> um, but the fun part it I think some people thought that like we got them off Reddit and we were no. Naive credit to think to, that they were real stories. No, yeah. credit to myself and uh, Kristen's husband on that one. Yes, <laughs> definitely. Uh, well, we do have a story to judge. Um, um, yes, we do. This is a listener submission. So again, uh, I've fallen podcast at gmail.com or I've fallen and I can't get up on Instagram. Um, I'm going to read this one, but I am going to warn the listeners. There's a few words that I'm going to, I think Kristen looked up the definition to. (laughs) Did you look up the definition to the word in the title? I did, yes. Okay, Okay, perfect. All right, so here we go. Uh, Well, Kristen, uh, how about instead, since this is a little different, since we both read it, we won't do our initial uh, Mm, Okay. I am going to ask you what this word means. So the title of this entry is Am I the Asshole for Yelling at My Sexagenarian Colleague? Yes, and I also read that title and thought, what is that? <laughs> Again, acad- academia, academia, oh, not our, not our strong They didn't teach that in music appreciation, and if they did, we wouldn't have known it either. So, <laughs> No, it means someone between the ages of 60 and 69. Oh. <laughs> sex all right so the story i thought you were laughing uh, at 69 <laughs> okay all right i'm gonna try and do this here we go i 34 year old female am a teacher who has been at the same elementary school for over 10 years my school has a low turnover rate and many of my colleagues are much older and have been teaching there since the age of the dinosaurs That's not true. Part of the reason no one ever leaves is because my school is a great place to work. I am friends with many other teachers who work at different schools all over the country, and my conversations with them constantly remind me of how good I have it at my school. Also, this is not me writing this. (laughs) Sidebar. (laughs) My school is is an independent school with small size classes, a healthy budget, and generally well-behaved and inquisitive kids. The way we handled COVID was really impressive, and we were able to teach in person throughout all but the earliest days of the pandemic. We recently had a renovation of the entire building and have awesome new amenities. On top of that, our old principal, who had a reputation as a a big frat boy who didn't really know how to do his job, has been replaced this year by a smart, compassionate leader who really seems to believe in putting the mental health of his teachers and students above all else. Sometimes I feel like I've won the lottery with this job although the paycheck would be much higher at a public school. So not the lottery, I don't know, maybe just good fortune (laughs) Uh, in terms of anything not monetarily. That's Kari, that's not in this entry. Okay, I have three colleagues who are all women in their 60s, sexagenarians, now I know. Mm -hmm. Okay, 
and they are absolutely inseparable at work. Let's call them Flora, Fauna, and Meriwether. They eat lunch together, hang out together on the weekends, and are always in each other's classrooms during prep time. Up until this year, I considered these women my friends, but this year feels different. A little background. I am known as a little bit of a Pollyanna at work, Kristen. Yes, I also had to look up. I mean, <laughs> I know the movie, but I didn't know that people used it to describe. That's a brewery, I think. I think it is, yeah. Um, it's an excessively cheerful or optimistic person. Okay. I'm not saying that I never complain, but in general, I try to see the good things and tend to believe that most people are well-intentioned. While I generally think this is a good thing, I get the feeling that I sometimes annoy others with my positivity. Flora, Fauna, and Meriwether are wonderful people, but they can be extremely negative. Almost every conversation with them includes a complaint about something or someone. They are the type of people who, if you say, it's a beautiful day, they respond with, but it's gonna rain later. A few years ago, I stopped eating in the teacher's lounge because their negativity was really ruining my day. I'd walk into the lounge in a good mood and realize that their whining was putting me into a bad one. It also made it easier for me to join in, even if I didn't agree with their complaints. Because none of these women have worked anywhere else since the 90s. Is that the age of the dinosaurs, sidebar? (laughs) I I truly believe they don't realize how good they have it at our workplace and have lost all perspective. Meriwether is especially obnoxious. She is the librarian at our school, which I have to say is a pretty cushy job. She only sees each class once a week and has much more free time in her schedule than anyone else at my school. Because of this, she's often asked to do extra things because administrators know that she has the time in her schedule. She's constantly complaining to people who have much busier schedules about how she has no time to do these extra tasks, while it is a common occurrence to walk into the library and see her perusing Facebook. Oh, Facebook's blocked at my school. She often does such a shoddy job on these tasks that administrators ask someone else to do them the next year. She has admitted out loud several times that she doesn't really like kids and just wants to retire but feels like she can't afford it. That's lovely. It's almost like she thinks her grumpiness is a badge of honor. Okay. For years, I have played mahjong with these ladies about one Friday a month during the school year. These used to be really fun nights with snacks, wine, and plenty of healthy venting. I'm not a total saint and sometimes join in, but usually stay silent when the conversation veers too much into the negative. A few months ago, however, I really felt like the venting was crossing the line. All three were griping like usual, but Meriwether was in rare form. She was bad-mouthing our new parentheses, wonderful boss, saying really mean things about some of our students and complaining about how she didn't feel like she got enough input in the new renovation. Parentheses. By the way, we were all invited to countless meetings about how we might envision our new classrooms. I finally snapped at the smallest thing. I was explaining how the previous weekend I had gone out to a favorite restaurant for the first time in over a year because of the pandemic. I was talking about how nice it was to finally feel like normal and how lovely it was to be back there eating quiche on the quaint little back patio like the good old days. Meriwether responded, ugh, I hate that place. All right, in parentheses, I hope listeners of the pod will be equally outraged when they find out that the restaurant in question was our beloved Swedish bistro. Not the one I bawled my eyes out at, though. (laughs) (laughs) It was the straw that broke the camel's back. I raised my voice and yelled at them. 
I am not a yeller, parentheses, unless I have had a lot to drink. And I was pregnant at the time, so I was stone cold sober, although maybe a bit hormonal. But I truly yelled, like red in the face, out of breath, yelled. I can't remember my exact words, but it was something along the lines of, quotes, are you serious? God, it is impossible to have a conversation with all of you. Trying to yell, you are so negative. It's honestly exhausting to have to work with all of you. Would it kill you to see the good in people once in a while? They were so stunned because I'm not a very confrontational person and we just kind of awkwardly and silently finished our game of Mahjong. I left quickly after it was over. About a week later, I received a half-hearted apology text from Meriwether. Flora, parentheses, who usually isn't nearly as bad as the other two, came to talk to me the next Monday and has really made an effort to be less whiny around me and we maintain a relatively healthy friendship. Meriwether and Fauna, however, have barely spoken to me in several months. While both still act professionally in meetings and when students are around, they are very frosty towards me and rarely talk to me socially anymore. Needless to say, Mahjong nights have not happened since this incident. If they are happening without me, I don't know about it. Am I the asshole for yelling at these ladies for being so negative or should I have just kept my mouth shut? I'm going to take a sip of beer now. Uh, this is a tough one. We have both taught. I've taught in the past. You're still teaching. And mm-hmm. I know these people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're at every school. <laughs> yep, that's for sure. And usually librarians are, <laughs> maybe it was just my experience, are usually in that category too. Mm-hmm. I don't know how your librarian is. You don't have to answer. <laughs> I, I have a comment I can't say out loud, but I'll tell you after. <laughs> um, yeah, and definitely that age group. Maybe they're just burnt out of teaching and want to retire and can't afford it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's fairly, it, you know, it all depends. You know, everyone's different, but fairly common. Yeah, I, it seems to me that this was years of just mm-hmm. bottling up. And I think I can speak for both of us where um, we're kind of tea kettle personalities where can kind of just let stuff seemingly roll off, but it really doesn't. It's just makes the pot a little hotter. Yeah. And then I tend to, when I freak out, it's usually over something sm- small. $5 pancakes and <laughs> I mean yeah no. I guess I mean dad also kind of freaked out on that one, but... <laughs> yes. yes exactly yes yeah. I'm reacting to a side order of pancakes where that was not at all the issue at hand. right <laughs> yes. so that I can relate to um the way um the per- uh, she just phrased the question, am I the asshole for yelling at these ladies for being so negative or should I have kept my mouth shut? I mean, I, I don't think really either. Like, I think it's, you know, good for people to get called out. Um, I guess the only thing that gives me pause was the um, red in the face, out of breath, you know? Yeah. It- uh, maybe, and I mean, she did say she was, you know, pregnant, sober. Um, like, okay, maybe it, 
I mean, we weren't there also. Like she's saying she fully yelled, did she? We don't, we weren't, we didn't hear it. Right. And I know with my personality and who I am, like if I am red in the face and feel like I can't breathe, it might also be like the adrenaline and Mm -hmm. my brain goes foggy and I'm just like saying these words and not really having any control over it. And I might feel like I'm yelling Right. And I might feel like I can't breathe, but it doesn't mean because I'm like so loud and confrontational, you know? So. Right. Yeah. Again, it's hard when we didn't hear it. It's hard to really, I mean, she's describing how she interpreted it, which is obviously valid, but I, you know, I don't know. Also, um, this is my advice to not only the person who submitted this story, but to all of our listeners. Um, if you're just around people who are constantly negative, like I'm making a scissor motion, can't see this on the audio podcast, but just nobody needs that in their lives. I have tons of coworkers who are like that. Um, I do not socialize with them outside of school. No, I feel like, um, she may actually, be in a good place now with since they won't really <laughs> talk right to I, mean, I mean and of course like feeling kind of like you lost friends is never right that's like, never a fun or good feeling but sometimes incredibly necessary to be better yourself and help your own mindset so yeah and it sounds like I mean Meriwether sent her a half-hearted apology text so maybe she did feel like she was in the wrong if she actually apologized. I'm kind well, of wondering what the response was. was. Yeah, I just feel like Meriwether kind of, it's like you didn't have to shut down when she's saying she had a great time. Like, that's just, that is yeah. way over the top, like excessive. Like, ne- it's one thing to complain about work and always have this super negative perspective, but work can be a tricky thing. And, Different people, different personalities handle the stresses and things of work differently. But no, she definitely crossed the line to just shut down being like, it was so such a good experience. Like, and then to just be half the the most wonderful weekend. Ugh. I hate that place. (laughs) That's a valid opinion. You can hate that. I mean, this particular restaurant in (laughs) Chicago, it's just like it is a Swedish bistro. The food I feel like is so um just crowd pleasing. Yeah, non controversial. Yeah, so that's interesting, but it, just keep that to yourself. Right? If like, she was to ask, have you been yeah. there? Do you like it? You could say, oh, no, I don't really like that place. But. Right. Oh, you know what? I didn't have like whatever, you know, I ordered this and it just wasn't my favorite and I haven't been back. And it's like, okay. Yeah. That's about. Well, again, it would be like, let's say you and Mike went to dinner at some awesome place and I've been there and I didn't really like it, but I'm just like, Oh, I hate that place. Like what does that serve me or you? It doesn't serves us both negatively. So that's just nonsense. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds like she, I mean, she did say she was in rare form that night, (laughs) but yeah, I, I would be very annoyed around a person like that all the time. No. And I, again, I think at, so first off, I don't think you're an asshole. I think it was good that you stood up for yourself and kind of made your opinion known. I think at worst, at absolute worst, maybe you overreacted, but raise your hand if you've never overreacted to a situation. I mean, come on. We all have been there. 
Um, and wish we phrased something differently or reacted differently. But I think that's like the worst if, but again, definitely not an asshole in my opinion. Well, and I think it's fine to say, like I'm reading through her quote again and like, I think it's mostly fine to say those things to those people. Um, I think it might've come out stronger because it was bottled up and she had been feeling that for so long. Um, and I'm also wondering like what the aftermath is looking like, like if she's wanting to reach out to them, if she's wanting to apologize, if she wants to play Manjong anymore. Right, like, is that a loss? Or, you know, or are you feeling... just fine (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, you know, it can kind of be a... Yeah, I guess that would be my follow-up question to uh, the person who submitted this. Just, like, are you truly missing these friendships? Or do you feel, like, is your... Do you... Are you missing the Mahjong nights and that venting? Or... Do you have other people at work maybe who you can kind of keep like that venting mentality with, but it doesn't cross over into excessively negative. Yeah. Cause again, we all have our negative moments too, but this just sounded over the top. And like, again, like if a friendship's not serving you anything where you're feeling super positive about it, or even if the overwhelming emotion, let's just say maybe there were, I'm sure there were some positive things because she said she'd been doing this for years. Um, but if the negative outweighs the positive, I think it's, it's not easy, Yeah. but a good thing to kind of cut some people out that. Yeah. And that's an easy way to do it is just to start yelling at them. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so, I mean, I think we're both in agreement, though. You ready for the squeaky gavel? Yes. You're not an asshole for yelling at your co-worker listener submission. Worry about Mahjong, though. Right? Mm. Sad. Yeah. Um, Before we end our Minnesota... (laughs) Minnesota. Minnesota. (laughs) We do have, I have a voice note from one of our listeners um, who also was a um, friend from North Park. So I'm just going to play that. And Kari hasn't listened to it yet, so <laughs> she doesn't know. Yeah, get nervous. No. Yeah. Congratulations, you two assholes. You did a podcast for a whole year. Kari. You finally found a place where your signature party trick can shine. For a whole year, you've read other people's stories to each other. Numerous one-sided online stories. Not only that, you judged these stories. You collectively made squeaky gobble decisions on who was an asshole and who wasn't. It was usually based on only half the story, but even less if the person was a bad writer. But I digress. This is a true accomplishment. And because it's your one-year anniversary, let me leave you with a quote from myself. And I quote, this would have never worked on paper. End quote. Oh, that was perfect. Thank you, Chelsea. <laughs> 
Yes. <laughs> I did not you. know that. I'm glad that to you, because Chelsea lived with me for multiple years. Um, Kristen was never my roommate. Chelsea was. And I'm very thankful that she remembers my signature party trick as Right. Instead of you got a There's very a worried of- look on your face. That's another rabbit hole that could get dicey quick. Yes. We did it. We did it. We done did it. All right, Kristen. Before we just digress into way further, uh think I'm just gonna say before I have Kristen take us home as always, but thank you, listeners. This little fun thing where I get to hang out with one of my favorite people has uh, just been very fun uh, for an entire year. Didn't quite think we'd make it there. So uh, for those of you that know us, thank you. And I know there's at least some of you who do not know us um, or maybe know one of us. Thank you for sticking around. It's uh, very flattering. I'm a little concerned about you, but overall flattering. But Kristen, please take us home definitely thank you to our i don't remember how many subscribers we have but it's close to 20 (laughs) (laughs) and the almost thousand downloads we're at 921 before this episode drops um downloads so maybe this episode will bring us closer to a thousand (laughs) (laughs) what can negative people listen (laughs) well yes it will i was going to say bring us to a thousand but i don't know about that but anyway thank you for sticking with us siete you're the best keep it coming um and when you're out there this week this month about your business especially you listener submission (laughs) (laughs) don't be an asshole asshole